the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Living on the Rock Radio with Pastor Israel Labson. Here you will hear teaching that will challenge you to a deeper walk with Jesus. Whatever place you are in your understanding of God's plan for your life, you will grow closer by listening. No shame, no guilt, and no condemnation. But you will be challenged to a closer walk with God. Now, here's Pastor Israel with today's teaching. The world cannot accept Him because they don't see Him or knows Him. Of course, Jesus answered, The Holy Spirit will testify to my presence, even though you don't see me physically. The Holy Spirit will testify to my presence. Don't expect the world to be satisfied with that promise because only you who truly obey my command, only you who truly understand what it means to follow me will be led by my Holy Spirit and He will help you and give you the revelation so that you can truly follow and believe in me. The Holy Spirit has been given only to believers. The Spirit has no business with unbelievers. Unbelievers don't become Christians because the Holy Spirit dealt with them. The Spirit was not promised to unbelievers. The Holy Spirit was promised only to believers. The only thing that the Holy Spirit will do to the unbelieving world is to convict it of sin and judgment. That's the only thing. Christians have to deal with unbelievers. That's our job. We need to deal with those who do not believe. And the Holy Spirit helps us in that process. It's the Holy Spirit who causes us to pray for unbelievers. Amen? Are you praying for people that you want God to save? The Holy Spirit will not have any business with those people unless we pray for them. I mean, that, that, that's a staggering reality. And sometimes we miss that. Sometimes we think, oh, no, the Holy Spirit will just, will just convict a person. No, the world hates God. That's a, that's that that much is laid out in scriptures. The Holy Spirit has been given to believers so that we can live out the life that Jesus said we ought to live out, and in the process, people will see that, and people will either hate God even more, or they will be convicted by the work of the Spirit in the unbelieving world. So it's an important thing to. To recognize that. It's our job to present the gospel to the people. And the Spirit will help us. He will help us in so many ways. But the greatest testimony that we have the Spirit's help is that we're living out this life that Jesus has given us. 
Well, wait just a minute, Pastor. I got saved because the Holy Spirit moved me. I heard people say that. No, the Holy Spirit will not have anything to do with a person unless that person comes to faith in Jesus. And the only reason why you were moved by the Holy Spirit is you have been prayed for by somebody or you have heard the gospel and you decided to respond. When you decide to respond, the Holy Spirit begins to do the work of conviction. And the Holy Spirit has been given to us, to those who believe, so that we can, in fact, pray that people will get saved. In fact, people will be moved. The Holy Spirit has been given to us so that we can actually live out the gospel and then present the gospel with our words to them. But, but sometimes we just say, oh, the Holy Spirit's going to do that, that job. No, no, no. It's our responsibility to not only pray, for those who are unbelievers. And, and, and this is a direct commandment by Jesus. Jesus says, pray for your loved ones. Pray for your name. No, 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 no. Pray for your enemies. Jesus said that. Well, I know what you're thinking. My enemy, oh, no. That's no. not going to happen. How can you pray for your enemy unless the Holy Spirit is in you and with you, right? Is it an easy thing to do? Pray for your enemy? I'm looking at some of you and you're saying, I don't want to hear this one. Well, it's not easy. And Jesus knows it's not easy because the, the world hates. Jesus says, don't, don't marvel. He's not talking about a, some superhero movie. Don't marvel that the world hates you. Remember, it hated me first. If you don't think that the Holy Spirit's ministry today is, in, is not that important, if you think that he's just a figment of our, some spiritual imagination that we have, think again. He's going to use God's people to present the gospel. Pure and simple. We need to deal with the unbelieving world. We need to deal with them. At every opportunity, we need to present to them the gospel. Not just with words. Not just, you know, pulling out this big old poster saying, repent or you go to hell. Not just doing that, but actually living out the gospel in our lives as much as we can. I'm not saying, you know, we're like, a, you know, we're going to be perfect in every way. That's not the point of all of these things. The point is that we submit ourselves to the leading of the Spirit so that we can present the gospel truthfully to people. That's why Jesus needs to... Fill us with His Spirit. That's why you and I need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul saw a vision of Jesus before receiving the Holy Spirit. The apostles went to Samaria, and the first question they asked the Samaritans is that, have you received the Spirit since you believed? This is something that we need to present to people. This is something that we need for ourselves to experience. Have you received the Spirit since you believed? Well, wait a minute, Pastor. I thought the Holy Spirit is given to me the day of my salvation. Yes, He indwells us, but it doesn't mean He, he has empowered us. I know this for my own self. You know, I've been a Christian since I was 16 years old, but, but you know, I just keep ignoring the, the fact that there's power. In the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, we keep, we keep saying, you know, I don't need that. I, yes, you do. 
I do. We need to be empowered. Jesus says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That's his business. And his business is to empower the people of God. You and I got saved because we believed in the word of Christ. Either by reading the Bible or hearing someone preach to you and I the gospel. Now the world doesn't know the Holy Spirit. The only way people who, have, who, who are non-believers will ever be saved is if they hear the word and place their faith on the word of Christ. That's how it's done. And how can they believe unless they hear the gospel? How can they see what a Christian is unless we learn how to obey the word of Christ and live our lives in a way that, that is filled by the Holy Spirit? Jesus called us to be witnesses. That's in Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. Jesus says, you will be my witnesses. What does that mean to be a witness? Exactly that. That they can see our lives being given to the obedience to the word of Christ. You know, we often tone down or water down the presentation of the gospel to people because we're afraid that they won't like us anymore if we tell them that we are a, you know, a follower of Jesus and all of that. Heard all of that before. We're afraid that the world won't like us. You think about that for a moment. Sometimes we don't, tell, we don't present the gospel to people. We don't, sh- we don't share our faith. We don't witness for the Lord Jesus because we're afraid that they might not like us anymore. Listen to me. The unbelieving world already has a built-in dislike for the Spirit of God. But to be the light of the world... Or the salt of the earth, we need to be able to project our lives as different from the world. And that the message of the gospel, the message of the word of Christ is still relevant today as it was in those early days of the church. As one preacher puts it, we are the salt of the earth, not the sugar of the earth. I like that. Where is that hatred or dislike coming from? If we are living by the Spirit, people will know that right away because they will see the difference. We do not approve of a lot of things that the world approves of. And that alone will cause not just dislike but downright hatred. We don't support any kind of lifestyle inconsistent with the Word of God. And that alone will incur a lot of hatred. We do not participate in things that are, that are mocking or blaspheming the name of the Lord. And that alone will incur hatred. You don't have to work hard to be disliked by non-believers. You just need to live out the life that Jesus has called you and I to live. Our job is not to love the world. Because by default, the world rejects God's spirit. Jesus himself said that the world will not know him. The world will not like him. But you and I, who came to faith in Jesus, we know the work of the spirit. We know his actions. We know the will of Christ because the Holy Spirit reveals them to us through the word. And the word, when it infiltrates our very being, will cause us to obey the word of Christ. Now, Our job, thirdly, is not to love the world, 
But thirdly, it is our responsibility to love the Word. So as much as we do not love the world, we need to channel that love for the world to love of Love for the word of Christ. Look at verses 23 to 24. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teachings. My Father will love them and will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teachings. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. Uh, sent me. Love for the word of, word of Christ is the work of the Holy Spirit in those who believe. That's how we know we are led by God's Spirit. And that characterizes us as people who are living in between the times. We have a desire to know the Word of Christ. Again, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to lead us to the Word. To love for God is, is not a feeling, okay? Love for God is shown through faith in the Word of Christ and obedience to it. Let me say that again. You know, love for God is not a feeling. Don't wait for any kind of feeling to, to happen in your life before you say, oh, I, now I feel like I love God. No, it, it doesn't work that way. Love for God is shown in our obedience to the Word of Christ so that when we learn, when the Holy Spirit compels us to look at the Scriptures and compels us to apply the truth that we learn from the Scriptures, that constitute loving God. Don't worry, the feelings will come later. You start practicing the Word of God. You start believing God's Word. You start applying God's Word. You start studying and knowing what the, what the heart of God is through the words of Scriptures. And later on, Love will follow. The same thing is true with your relationship with your spouse, right? Even though know, you don't feel the love for your, your spouse or your boyfriend, whoever they may be, girlfriend, even though you don't feel that love for them, you continue to act lovingly. Amen? You continue to do your part. You act lovingly. You, 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 you do the things that you know will, will result in an act of love. You act lovingly and God will supply the feelings later on. It's always true. But if you say, I don't feel like I love you, man. And you just let it go at that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to go do anything because I'm just not feeling it. I mean, uh, you, you know, those of you, you know, you're struggling with, with, your, with your, your, your marriage. Folks, start, start loving that person that you marry. Start acting on it. Forget the feelings. I forget the feelings. Take the garbage out. When you cook rice, put water on it. Do the right things. Do the loving things. And as sure as day comes after the night, God will supply the feelings. I've been married 35 years. She doesn't always feel that love for me, right? But I can tell you something. She acted like she loved me even though she didn't probably feel it many times. That's why we lasted. Because God has a way of opening your mind and saying, do you realize how much Jesus' love was poured into your heart and you've been ignoring it? The Holy Spirit has a way of speaking to your heart and saying, did you know how many times God bailed you out? You could have easily died. You could have, this could have easily happened to you. Do you understand how many times God expressed his love for you in so many ways and you just kept ignoring it because you're not feeling it? It's not about feeling. 
It's about loving the word. Master, I don't, I think it's very difficult. It's very difficult to obey the word of Christ. What do you mean difficult? It's not difficult. It's impossible. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. Many of you, you know, you, Pastor, the Bible is very thick. I want to read it. The sermon is very long. You like listening to yourself. You speak a lot. You talk a lot. And you turn in Lord of the Rings. You watch all five movies and they're three hours each and there's no problem. There's no problem. You're binging on that Netflix thing. You know, it's eight episodes, man. Two hours each. Two hours each. Oh, you all do it. I know. I watch it too sometimes, you know. In fact, I don't watch it until the whole thing is complete and then I sit down in one sitting and say, okay, is there a biblical illustration to this binging that I'm doing? Oh, but then again, you know, their sermon is long. It's 45 minutes. That's too long. You can't keep my attention. I don't get it. Now, we love Christ and that love, folks, don't worry, I'll end. I'll end before Jesus returns. But love, don't rely on feelings. Just hear me out. You're only a captive audience here for a few minutes. Please, 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 don't rely on how you feel. Look at the Word of God and try to, try to observe and absorb what it teaches. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit so that we can look at the Word and have some understanding of what it takes. This was difficult for you and I. And, and God understands. Jesus understands. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. Do you think it was difficult for us? It was difficult for the Holy Spirit. I mean, let me tell you something about Easter Sunday. The disciples saw Jesus rise from the dead. They saw him. In fact, Jesus has to tell somebody, hey, look at my hands. Look at, look at the holes in my hands. Feel him. I'm here. I ate fish with you. You touch me. You know that I'm alive forevermore. And after Jesus went up to heaven, what did the disciples do? They went up to the upper room and talked to themselves and they say, we're going to go back fishing. What? After seeing Jesus rise from the dead, what are you going to do? They said they're going to go back fishing. What was missing? The Holy Spirit. Jesus said to them, when I'm gone, go to the upper room. And what were they supposed to do in the upper room? What were they supposed to do when they gather? If you have been a Christian, you know what Jesus commanded them to do. Jesus says, you go to the upper room and you will wait. You will wait for the promised Holy Spirit. What if the disciples said, how long how long before he comes? Is it, is it like a pastor's sermon? 30, 45 minutes? If that's their attitude, we wouldn't have the church. Wait. God calls us to wait. And he'll supply. The Holy Spirit came and the rest is history. Yeah, I don't understand the disciples sometimes until I see myself doing the same thing. Many of here this morning... You have no problem believing, but you have major issues obeying. Same thing with me. It's a big issue in our life. That's why we need the Holy Spirit's baptism, which comes after we are saved. That's when the Holy Spirit fills you up. That's when the Holy Spirit empowers you. You have to be saved first. Are you saved? This, then it will show you when you obey Christ's words. How can you obey it? Through the Holy Spirit. 
There's a final word for us uh, this morning, and that is the Holy Spirit leads us to not only love His Word, but also to learn His Word. Verse 25 to 26, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will what? Will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. This is the work of the Holy Spirit to, for us to learn the word of Christ so that we could be reminded of what Jesus' words are and how we are to apply it. And Jesus says in verse 27, Peace, I live with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. We learn the word and it gives us peace. The Holy Spirit gives us that peace. There's a difference between loving God's Word and learning God's Word. You can love the Bible. You can love His teachings. You can love the words of Christ. But there's another step that we ought to bring ourselves into, and that is to learn the words of Christ. It's the difference between a stagnant Christian and a growing Christian. It's not enough to love the Word. At some point, you have to learn it. Amen? Can I hear an amen on that one? It's not enough to love the Word. At some point, you have to learn it. Worship team, it's not enough to love the song. At some point, you have to learn it. Well, I have to illustrate it somehow, right? Yeah, we have to learn. It's not enough. I love that song. Yeah, play it. You're a musician. Play it. Couldn't find the chords. Can you give me the key of X? There's no such thing as a key of X, and you, it's not enough. You know, I I I, I love my mother's cooking. She passed on to be with the Lord almost yeah, twenty years now, I think. You know, it's not enough to love the food. At some point, if you really love it, you learn it. Amen? You learn how to cook it. You learn how to, to do that. Same thing with our relationship. It's not enough to say, I love, I love you. Pretty soon, you got to learn how to show it. You got to learn how to do it. You love your dog? I can go on and on. Forget about it. So many love the word, but they don't learn it for themselves. They rely on others. But it's time to learn it for ourselves. Amen? Now everything about the Christian life is lived out between the first uh, advent of Jesus' coming and the second coming or the return of Jesus. Maybe it's time to recognize that the Holy Spirit has been sent by Jesus specifically to make sure we make it till He returns or when we go to Him. Listen very carefully this morning. Only two things are true this morning. If you are not a believer or a follower of Jesus, then the Holy Spirit will not interfere with your life. No matter what you do, the Holy Spirit was not sent to you. It was sent to God's people. He will not bother with you. He will not mess with your life. But let me say to you this morning, right this moment, God loves you. 
And he sent Jesus, his one and only son, to die, to redeem you and bring you to his family. Jesus is the Savior. I invite you to trust him. When you do, he will give you his Holy Spirit to be with you and to abide with you, not just today, not just tomorrow, not just this year. He will abide with you forever. You need to come to faith in Christ. And if you're going to do it, you have to exercise faith. When do you do it? The time is always now. What is faith, Pastor? Faith involves a transfer of affection. A transfer of will. In this case, you are transferring your will for God's will. That's what the Bible calls the great exchange. Then maybe you're here this morning and you are a follower of Jesus, but you're living in disobedience. May I ask you, stop grieving the Holy Spirit. Stop, don't, don't, don't stop Him from performing the empowerment that He was, was sent to do. God will not change the rules to accommodate us. God will not change His Word to accommodate what we want. He sent the Holy Spirit so that we can obey what He wants. He is doing what Jesus wants Him to do in your life. But if you reject His leading, He will not have anything to do. And that's the worst possible place you can have in your life. If you allow the Spirit of God to lead you, then God will restore the joy of your salvation. You've been listening to Living on the Rock Radio with Pastor Israel Labson, a ministry of Living Rock Christian Church in Sunnyvale, California. If you have been helped by this radio program and would like to keep it on the air, your continued prayerful and financial support is greatly appreciated. Please visit livingontherockradio.com where all your tax-deductible gifts will go directly to the radio ministry. That's livingontherockradio.com. Living Rock is a church that doesn't care how you are dressed or what candidate you voted for. A church made up of imperfect people from all walks of life with a hunger and thirst to understand God's plan for our lives. No matter what you've been through or what questions you may have about God and faith, you will find love, grace, and hope at Living Rock Christian Church, 675 East Taylor Avenue in Sunnyvale, with Sunday worship starting at 10.30 a.m. More information at livingontherockradio.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.